Dear listeners, welcome to Out of Office. Welcome to the LTS podcast Out of Office solo edition. Today, I will be your host for this recording. My name is Marcos. Now, hopefully you are doing well wherever and wherever you're listening to this episode. And let's dig in. The letter of this episode is C for cybersecurity where we'll discuss the latest news, trends, and developments in the field of cybersecurity. And I'm here to help you learn more about how to protect yourself from cyber threats and how cybersecurity affects our lives in different ways. In this episode, I have a set of stories, topics mainly that cover a range of cybersecurity issues such as spyware attacks, penetration testing, and aviation safety. Whether you are a novice or an expert, you will find something interesting and useful in this podcast. So let's get started. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm an expert, dear listener. But I'm, I'm interested and I try to do the, the work to try to introduce you to it. And, um, you know, hopefully you can gain something from these stories and uh, some insight that I can probably introduce to it. And again, I'm not an expert and this is not advice that you have to follow always. But it's something that I want you to be aware of and hopefully can learn something that you can take into your personal life hopefully for the better okay so let's start with the first segment cyber attacks how to protect yourself from the latest threats this story was an announcement by apple apple warns journalists of russian spyware attacks on iphones so um apple detected and prevented a sophisticated cyber attack that targeted several journalists with the infamous Pegasus spyware, which can access your messages, calls, photos, and location without your knowledge. Find out what you can do to keep your device and data safe from hackers. The sources will be in the notes, okay? This one is brought to you by the Business Insider. So, personally, I'm not an iPhone user. Presently, I'm not an iPhone user. I was one. And uh, back in my day, there wasn't that many things to worry about back in the iPhone 5 days. And um, now I'm. it's interesting that the more people get to use it, there's a bigger network. Obviously, Windows, I'm still a Windows user. And there was, you know, Apple was infamous, famous for not having that many threats, mainly because the pool of users of said Apple computers um, wasn't that big compared to the whole world of Windows. And um, there was more spyware, more uh, packages to assault Windows devices back in those days. But now, since a lot of 
people have jumped into the Apple ecosystem, well, guess what? There's going to be spyware developed for it. And here comes the Pegasus system. Mind you, dear listeners, the Pegasus system is not only for iPhone and Apple devices. It's also uh, for us Android, Android users and mainly sometimes even Windows. But mainly, this is about smartphones. So neither iPhone nor Android are safe, dear listener. So with that in mind, let's find out what we can gain from the next story. How to check if your iPhone is infected by Pegasus and what to do next. Find out how you can use a free tool called MVT, Mobile Verification Toolkit, to scan your phone for traces of Pegasus infection. Follow the step-by-step instructions on how to download, install, and run the MVT on your iPhone or Android device. Learn what to do if you discover any signs of Pegasus activity on your phone, such as reporting it to the authorities, backing up your data, and resetting your device. Source in the notes. And this is brought to you by The Wire. So again, dear listeners, no smartphone is safe nowadays. And, um, you know, people working in the government, may they be using Android, iPhone, whichever. You guys are more exposed to this because people want to target you. These packages were made by another government that are being sent to those devices. So mind you, dear listeners, stay safe out there. And hopefully this article can help you mind you it's not instructions that you have to follow without any prior third-party checking i recommend not only to read this source if you have the time or want to know but to also check with third parties and professionals just in case like reporting it to the to the authorities to the proper authorities for your iphone or for your android I wasn't able to find any any places to report for Android, but mind you, I'll keep checking and I'll probably post it an updated version for both iPhone and Android on the social media media like Twitter in my case. I'm dear listener, so stay tuned. Now let's find out what other competitors, what other threats there are besides the Pegasus. Uh, spyware. Rain. A Pegasus-like spyware. Learn how a new report from Citizen Lab exposed the existence of Rain, a spyware very similar to Pegasus in many ways. Find out how Rain was made by an Israeli company called Quadri and was used to spy on at least five civil society victims in North America, Central Asia, Southeast Asia, Europe, and the Middle East. Understand how RAIN works and what it can do to your iPhone, such as accessing your contacts, messages, photos, location, microphone, and camera. Source in the description by Phone Arena. Again. This story is very iPhone heavy, but it's the one that reported with the with the keynote speech. So I gotta give it to them. 
they try to keep their user base up to date and us android users up to date date as well but hopefully um google can get up to this as well and report it to their android users that's just me speaking as a wish that uh, another tech company can you know cover their android user base maybe samsung or i don't know who else. i'm thinking google i'm thinking samsung and um um oneplus those are me this is me just thinking out loud dear listener you know the solo edition now that i gave you some bit bits of news regarding the latest threats for you dear listener let's find out on learning of how some of these hacks take place cybersecurity education learn from the experts gonna learn today i'm gonna learn today the listener as well a hacker answers penetration test questions from twitter so this is a youtube video that i put in the set list uh, again in the description so uh this video talked about how an uh an expert that i'm not gonna say the name because it's you know hashtag not sponsored uh they they ask they're asked questions of what their packages are for them for infiltrating companies they get paid they get set contracts on how to infiltrate nine times out of ten the way that these people hack into the system is because of human error so there you have it dear listeners us reading clicking unknowingly talking to strangers about company stuff is what exposes us to exposes us in our on our iPhones our Android devices but or phones but also our company so hopefully dear listeners you can watch this video and you know it's like 10 questions but he this individual goes in depth on uh tactics that they do to get into systems it's a camouflage game dear listeners like you don't even you think it's a professional individual that's supposed to be there but no it's a hacker dressed up to the nines with the suit professionally doing passing through security like it's nobody's business like he belongs there so dear listeners hopefully this video can give you some tips and tricks for your workplace or your personal business that you can protect yourself okay so on to the next Cybersecurity implications, how it affects our lives. So dear listener, now with uh, a very tech heavy world, there are some events that nobody is safe from or companies or corporations or militaries for this situation. Marine Corps suspends F-35B operations after crash. Learn how the Marine Corps has temporarily halted the flight operations of its F-35B fleet after the crash of one of its jets in South Carolina. Find out what the Marine Corps is doing to investigate the cause of the crash and ensure the safety of its pilots and aircraft. Source brought to you by military.com. So dear listeners, this jet is a very tech heavy jet like nowadays is of um it's always been tech heavy fly by wire if you will that it inputs a fly by wire dear listener on jets that's been around since the 70s i want to say has been a, an, an instrument that 
the 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 pilot uh, inputs some commands with it with the joystick, and that in the early days it used to be by by tension strings on the World War One planes with the Wright brothers that you you pull the string to the left that string with with the strength of the of the pilot it would go left right up down then in the during World War Two. It was uh, again some string, some hydraulics because the planes got bigger and heavier. So the plane needed more um, hydraulics, creates pressure 10 times greater than just the pilot, but still needed the pilot to do the input and some strength of its own hand to fly the plane. But then during the 70s or the Cold War, uh, the US specifically implemented this technology called fly by wire, which there was a lot of more circuitry into the fighter pilot aircrafts, the cargo aircrafts, all those things. Where they um, where they input some some pounds of pressure or kilograms of pressure, and the plane would interpret it via computers and all those things via servos, via hydraulics, a combination of both. But the person was not directly connected onto the plane itself. In this case, for the F-35, it's even more complicated. Not only hydraulics, not only electronics, but then there's super a lot of more computers into the system of how to make the, the the plane fly very precisely glide it has a a vertical takeoff feature like a, it makes it easier and allows the pilot to be more precise but because of whatever circumstance the pilot had to eject and before ejecting uh, i did extra research on this the pilot put the put the plane on um on autopilot so the general, the pilot left to exited the vehicle in a very um, harsh manner. He was sent to the hospital, according to some stories. He's still okay. But yeah, he took off, and the plane did not crash right there. It flew away. Uh, I think up to eighty miles, and it was an over an eighty million dollar plane. So you already know, dear listeners, these planes are not cheap. But um, investigation is still ha uh, happening as of this recording. And mind you, the listeners, I'll also try to, you know, put some snippets here and there for what's going on. If you're interested, of course, follow me on Twitter or the LTS podcast on Twitter and you'll find, find out more there. And now to the next story. Ooh, remember, dear listeners, how I was talking about how iPhone and Android isn't safe? Now, remember... What what other services besides the internet, going onto Twitter, going onto your Facebook, going into um, whatever's YouTube, uh, YouTube or whatever you use, and you're not in a home Wi-Fi or in a public Wi-Fi, what do you use? Your cellular data. Well, here goes a company getting exposed their you know stuff and exposing customers. So let's listen to the story. T-Mobile's latest security debacle was uh, apparently caused by a, a quote system glitch rather than a hack discover how a system glitch caused some t-mobile customers see other customers personal data including addresses and payment methods to other customers understand what kind of data was exposed and how t-mobile fixed the issue source in the notes brought to you by phone arena phone arena is a pretty good place to gather information dear listeners but again you can find more more sources 
this is the one that I felt more comfortable sharing with you, dear listeners. So I did a little bit of extra digging. Turns out that um, when they were updating their hardware, they somewhere in the in the in their um, servers and all those things, they left <laughs> more and super simplified, dear listeners. They left a a switch on instead of off, or a, and a switch off instead of off, and that enabled uh, to other users like approximately a hundred million T-Mobile users. A hashtag not sponsored uh not yet uh, anyways uh that allowed users whenever they logged into app, their apps like um on their phone to not log in with any passwords and, and no passwords were necessary so this exposed the uh, any people that you already know dear listeners that out there there's people uh checking if other companies are slipping slacking if there's any breaches so unfortunately approximately 100 million people were exposed to this let's see what t-mobile will do to compensate those those users i'm i'm looking for like um identity protection as if they as if their identity was robbed something like that you know stay tuned to also keep you updated to this story and now um i don't feel comfortable sharing what uh, service i use but i can tell you a story about um how my personal banking information with a credit card uh, company i got a letter in the mail like in 2016 or yeah 2016 that oh unfortunately your information was leaked to was uh was leaked due to a hack uh and i was like reading this on a letter and they were saying yeah we can offer some identity protection or we can reimburse you of any service like i was happy with this credit card company that they were on the on the ball to protect my identity uh, mainly because i think they wanted to keep me as a customer they probably lost some customers with that but at least with me they didn't lose me and um that's my little snippet of how nowadays not even the credit card companies are safe from being hacked in this case with t-mobile though it was it was a slip up when they were installing new hardware so now from hardware talking about new hardware let's talk about robots in new york city new york police a new robot patrols times square subway station learn how the nypd is testing a 400 pound security robot that can record video scan for threats and report incidents find out how k5 works what it can and cannot do and how much it costs to lease. Sources in the notes. Brought to you by USA Today. So, dear listeners, there you have it. New York City is integrated, integrating some robots to patrol some train stations. And um, I did some extra research. I found that they were the New York police were actually trying to pitch it that you're going to save money compared to giving a salary to more police officers which is a strategy i i would like if 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 i'm being asked if i'm happy or not it's a step i feel it could have been better you could have been uh the the local new york governor could invest in more uh services to help the people in order for them to not try to do crime but then again there's always going to be people that are going to try to test the fences to try to find exploits for that group of people 
even if you give them services, you will get them. You they'll want to find exploits. Hey, they're only human. I can respect that. So, the solution is, I want to say a little bit more monitoring, more invasion of privacy. But then again, it's in a public subway station. There's nothing private about that. Once you enter that to that premise, you are like the local government. Once you enter the, into this premise, you are to uh, hopefully to follow the rules that, that are set there to you to follow. So this robot, even if I'm if I'm in disagreement that this money, the money that it takes to maintain, purchase, lease uh, this service of, with the robot, I feel it could have been invested into other services to help people, even if it's the police or people that are in, in, in poor conditions. Uh, to help them to be better but for the now i i i trust I, I i trust i don't trust i i wouldn't pass it by in the new york police department to have a lot more information on what is needed don't get me wrong they could be wrong and i'm open to being wrong as well myself dear listen so catch me up with more information stuff that i i missed on my little on my little um research and you could always reach out of dm or via instagram or on twitter again the lts podcast uh link for the twitter and so and all our social medias will be in the description of this podcast dear listener if you agree or disagree with the robot in new york city times square uh the train station you know reach out my my verdict is still too soon it just came out this week as of the record i'm a little bit excited to it and I want to believe. That's all I want to say. I want to believe that the new that the New York City government is doing the right thing. And that's it for that part. Oh yeah. And um something else that the that they also showed was that they showed a canine a robot robotic canine that has a camera setup and a grenade launcher system that whenever cars are running away or stolen cars and all those things it's like a grenade launcher it's like a sticky a sticky uh sticky ball that sticks to the car and it's a tracker a gps tracker that sounds interesting imagine uh, that's including the robot so imagine the price for that the training for that and the maintenance for that i'm just saying that dear listener it's exciting but at the same time I have my my thoughts that it could have been done to something better, put into something better. But again, the government might have more information out there on what is needed. And with that, dear listener, that's all for this episode of the Life Tech and Sundry Out of Office Podcast Solo Edition. I hope you enjoyed listening to these topics and learned something new and useful. Cybersecurity is a fascinating and important field that affects us all in different ways. We should always be aware of the cyber threats that we face and take the necessary steps to protect ourselves and our devices. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please feel free to contact us at Instagram x formerly known as twitter or on youtube and remember please give us five stars 
and follow us on your favorite podcast catcher. From the bottom of my heart and the heart of LTS, thank you for tuning in and stay safe. And remember, stay frosty.